Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Time for hour number two of Fantasy Sports today. In this hour, we focus on a little fantasy football as we cover everything that happened over the weekend and also give you a preview of tonight's Monday Night Football game. Howard Bender will join us here on the show. Fantasy Sports today, hour two starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports today. I'm going to have to ask Commissioner Rob Manfred, did you guys make any adjustments to the ball, or is it going to be the same? Did you see some of the comments coming out of the Oakland A's? They were saying balls were flying out of that stadium like they've never seen before. They said it was nice, too, but like they've never seen before. And so if that indeed is the case, what are we going to expect for next year? The same? Different? That's a critical part of a fantasy baseball draft. Now moving into the fantasy football experts ranks is, of course, uh, Brad Ziegler, who joins me. Lamar Jackson's in a running offense, and I like Lamar Jackson a lot. I've got him at number 11. Um, I think he's he's made some strides, you know, as, as a thrower, but he's, he's an elite runner. When I watch Kyler Murray, that's what I see, too, except I just feel like he's a better thrower. And, and not that there's not going to be some lumps like we talked about in the first segment, but I think that there is just so much potential there. For him to, to have, he's got the high floor of the rushing. And, and, you know, people talk about how bad their offensive line is and, and is that going to make him struggle. I actually see that as an opportunity for him to have more rushing yards. Hour number two of Fantasy Sports today. Craig Bish here with you, and we are here until 2 o'clock Eastern. And if you want to hit us up here on the show... The phone number is 844-843-6879. We'll talk a lot of pro football here on the second hour of the show. In case you uh, missed our baseball hour, we had some technical difficulties today here on the program. But uh, we're getting through those. And, of course, we'll be back tomorrow with some more fantasy baseball discussion with you. Um, Okay, so over the weekend, I'll tell you one thing that, unfortunately, I was not able to enjoy, which was my... Uh, auction draft. They did a uh, auction draft over the weekend with a lot of people actually in the industry and and people who were very high end uh, fantasy players. But unfortunately, it just did not go well for me at all. Um, it was just no fun whatsoever. It was a uh, a four hour extravaganza is the best way that I could put it. And honestly, I did not perform as well as I thought that I should have. And so uh, coming up in the next segment, we'll break that down. We all make mistakes. We all don't do well. And I guess uh, very rarely do you hear somebody who's in this industry come on the air and feel like they had a disaster. But I'm very transparent with my teams. And honestly, in this league, I was was outbid on a couple of players that I wanted. And and when you guys hear about my team, maybe you will feel the same way. Maybe you'll give me a little pick-me-up and tell me that, 
I didn't do as poor as I thought, but honestly, uh, did not go well, in my opinion. Let's just put it that way. In fact, if you have an auction draft, and I'll tell you this, here's a, a very good indicator. If you get to, like, the last two picks of your team and you're still sitting with, like, $15, $20 left, in any auction, you did not do a good job. So that was uh, an, an obvious way for me to close it out. Uh, takeaways from the weekend, we'll give you a few of them from what I thought and watching some of the NFL preseason games over the weekend and watching some highlights, too. Dove between some baseball and football. And, uh, okay, so I, I kind of feel like the summary of the preseason this past weekend was handcuff running back weekend. I kind of feel like that was the theme, more or less, because, look, you never know which players are going to get hurt, and, and that happens every year. But what you can do, and and obviously if you're listening to this show, you get it, is what you can do is you can absolutely try – and handcuff your players. It doesn't always work like that. And 20 years ago in fantasy, it was a lot easier to do because we didn't have the data. We didn't have the information that was so readily available to the public. And if you were an expert, you paid more attention. But now everybody knows who everybody's handcuff is. A lot of the NFL preseason games are now on TV. You didn't have that opportunity 20 years ago, even 15 years ago. You kind of had to check out what the box scores were. Now you turn on NFL Network and you get every replay of every game, and so you can go back and watch those guys. I would recommend you do that, by the way, because if you watch this weekend, here's what you saw. This kid Madison on, on Minnesota looks really, really good. And that would be where I would start on this show today. You have to make sure that if you draft Alvin Cook, you have Madison as the backup there. And we saw what happened last year with Cook, who went down, I think it was in uh, week four or five, uh, went down pretty early. And they had Latavius Murray as the backup. He was the big fab guy to start the season. Everyone chased him. He was okay. But this kid who they have looks like he could be a game changer. And I would say also that there's a chance that he could get a number of touches and in terms of average draft position, he's got to be one of the big risers, I think, from the weekend for sure. The other one is Darwin Thompson on the Chiefs. He looked great also. And and it's a, a little bit of a different situation where I think that the upside for Madison is higher than Thompson. Thompson may be the bigger player, the better player, and have a role on the team initially. But because there's so much competition at the running back position, with Damian Williams and Carlos Hyde, he may have more fantasy relevance to start the season, but Madison could end up with the most points, I think, at the end of the season. So if that makes sense, that's kind of the way that I would attack it in drafts. I think that Thompson probably goes higher than Madison, but I think Madison provides the most value long-term. And again, it would require an injury, I think, to guys that are on the same teams for both of them, for them to scale in the running back two range at the end of the year, but they both have to be drafted in every league, and they're both kind of lottery tickets, I think, at this point in every league. Uh, more handcuffs to talk about from the weekend for sure. Daryl Henderson on the Rams looked solid. Tony Pollard on the Cowboys looked solid. Both of them could have issues in terms of pass blocking, and when you know that you have to do that in the NFL, that's going to be something that they're going to have to learn, but... I think that in uh, you know last couple picks in, in every draft, I think Henderson should be added. I think Pollard should be added because this is not going to end the season the way that you think it's going to. There are going to be these guys that are going to end up producing for you at a high level. And so, uh, you know, summary, I kind of think it was like a fantasy football running back handcuff weekend. You saw four or five players that aren't going to get opportunities to start the season, but if you see them play this well now – 
who's to say that they don't have relevance when you get to uh, a certain point of the year when they have to go to the backups? It happens every year. No one thought Dalvin Cook was going to miss 75% of the fantasy season. No one had that. But again, he didn't have someone behind him like Madison, who looks like a game changer. He had Latavius Murray. Same thing with Todd Gurley. If you draft Todd Gurley, you better get Daryl Henderson on your team. And obviously the situation with Zeke continues. you got to have Pollard on your team also. We'll continue the fantasy football conversation. I'll go over some of my auction draft, tell you who I got. You'll tell me how bad it was. More fantasy sports today after this. Don't go away. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to SportsGrid.com slash DK to play. That's SportsGrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over new jersey only eligibility restrictions apply see website for details lose weight now go to fat 100.com lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat 100.com fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to go to fat 100.com lose 10 20 or more pounds immediately go to fat 100.com for free information on how you can lose weight go to fat 100.com fat 100.com that's fat 100.com Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you. 
And we are here on the show until 2 o'clock Eastern. We'll be joined by Howard Bender, I believe, coming up in 20 minutes from now. So uh, hopefully he can chime in and give us some good information on some of his fantasy football musings, no doubt. Uh, auction draft over the weekend. Now, look, man, like, I, I mean, I hate to be such a downer, but I don't really feel very good about what I uh, what I accomplished over the weekend. Now, look, I have done auctions for a long time. I've been involved in the uh, Major League Baseball ones for Fantasy Baseball for Tout Wars. But honestly, I, um, I'm trying to think. I think I did a Fantasy Football draft uh, auction-wise two years ago. And I did it, uh, I, I don't know what's, I think I did it on ESPN software, I'm not sure. But anyway, I did it on Yahoo over the weekend. And look, uh, I'm not going to make excuses and say that that was the reason why I had such a poor auction. Um, I, I, don't think, or I, w I don't think I was aggressive early enough in order to succeed. My plan was to be very aggressive uh, in order to succeed. And also, in terms of looking at the rules, I knew it was a super flex, but I didn't quite uh, capture the concept of thinking that if I didn't get myself two quarterbacks, I was going to be completely screwed. So all in all, it was a disastrous draft, not to mention that it was almost four hours, four hours of auctioning. I mean, look, I have the ability to do anything in my life. My family, my wife is really good about it. But I went into it thinking that it would be like two hours, two and a half. At least that's what I was told, and it ended up being four. So um, that is suboptimal to me. If you're going to do an auction draft, you have to set the timers a lot less in terms of nomination and then also when you're auctioning the way that it works online as opposed to in person is that when you place a bid the clock gets reset to 10 seconds so these were all things that I knew going into the draft and I'm not making excuses for it but there were several times and I'm on the super fast Wi-Fi guys okay like I'm hosting national radio shows and, and I've been hosting satellite radio shows for years I have the fastest uh, plug-in and the fastest Wi-Fi that you can have. In fact, just to kind of emphasize the point, I actually have two different uh, Wi-Fi devices in my house, two different internet providers in my house, so therefore if something ever goes down, I have a backup plan. That's how prepared I've been doing radio for the last uh, 10, 20 years. Um, so that being said, my point to you is, um, I, you know, I, I was finding myself bidding on Tyler Lockett and getting outbid and then putting in another bid, and it didn't end up working. So I don't really know what happened there. I would think that to myself that I should have done a better job of pre-bidding on players. That's where I failed. So it, it got to a point in the draft where I said this. And look, and this is, this is something that I think that you guys can learn from is that when you sense a draft in fantasy is going really bad, you can do one or two things. You can quit on it, which I would never do, or you can decide, you know, this isn't going well, let me go big or go home. So what does that mean? I decided to take just the biggest risks possible. In fact, I tried to get Antonio Brown at one point uh, after I missed out on a lot of the big names, and, and again, uh, 10 seconds to go in the clock, I bid, uh, I thought what was a higher bid on Antonio Brown, and it just ended and didn't take my bid. So that's on me. I'll take the blame for it, but my team 
is going to be bad. Now, here's the good news, is that it's a guillotine league, and for those of you who have never participated in this before, uh, the team with the lowest amount of points after week one gets booted from the league. I don't want to be out. I would love to go to the end. I don't think it's possible, but I'll break down the team, and here's what I got. So... My my uh, the first player that I bet on and won was Michael Thomas, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's a great way to start an auction. I bid, I believe, fifty five or fifty six dollars on him. It was a two hundred and fifty dollar um, cap, and so I felt really comfortable with that. Now, after missing out on several of the players, and we are almost an hour into the auction, that's when I started to panic a little bit, and I looked at my team and I thought, you know what? There's no way that I'm winning this thing unless I go for some boomer bust players. That's when I decided to go for Antonio Brown, and I even lost out on him. So the next player that I went for, and I ended up spending about $66, I think, for him was Todd Gurley. Now, in a 12-team snake draft, would I ever take Todd Gurley and value him as a top-five running back? No. When you look at an auction and you realize you're failing and you don't have any players and everyone has three or four guys, that was my thought process. And you know what? After missing out on Brown, I thought, let me just bid as much money as possible, get Gurley. If Gurley ends up being a star, maybe I win the league. And me, and, and if he's a bust, well, then I'm done. <laughs> it was go big or go home. Uh, I did the same thing with uh, Tyler Boyd. I got Tyler Boyd from the Bengals. Tyler Boyd better carry my you-know-what for like four or five weeks. If not, I'm going home, and I'm okay with that. Uh, I bid the highest amount probably that anybody would in an auction for Josh Gordon. I don't even know if Josh Gordon's going to be on the field week one, but guess what? He's like my wide receiver two or my wide receiver three in this fantasy league. So to give you the summary as to, as to how it went for me, my team includes Michael Thomas, Todd Gurley, Tyler Boyd, Josh Gordon, Royce Freeman, Vance McDonald, and yes, uh, and, and uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. My quarterbacks are Eli Manning and Case Keenum. How bad does this sound? Like, how could it sound any worse? I have no idea. But the good news is, is that week one, keep this in mind, week one, if Michael Thomas blows up, Todd Gurley is Todd Gurley, Tyler Boyd does not have to fight, Against uh, against any wide receivers, Vance McDonald at tight end, and now I got my super flex quarterback with Case Keenum. I paid a total of two dollars for Eli Manning and Case Keenum. I may end up surviving Week One. I think that's basically all I'm trying to accomplish. Now keep this in mind in a guillotine league. If I get through Week One with this team, with this awful team, and I'm not sitting here and tell you it's good, but if I get through week one, let's say Eli Manning blows up, let's say Case Keenum throws two touchdowns, my bench is like, I have Devin Singletary, I have some decent upside guys on the back end, but let's forget about that. If I can get through the first week and not get eliminated, all of the players from somebody else's team that gets knocked out goes back into the player pool, and I can use all my fat budget to correct the problems that I had during the draft. Right? So basically, this is it. It is do or die for me in this league in week one. There are, there, there are 16 teams in this league, and so maybe you don't, you know, oh, Craig, you're being too dramatic about it. Your team doesn't look as bad. Maybe Gurley blows up. Maybe he's great. Yeah, maybe so. But look, I have the two worst quarterbacks in the league, Eli Manning and Case Keenum. Let's not kid ourselves. But what I can do to stay alive 
is just is just jump. If I survive week one, is I will just use my entire fab budget to try and survive week two. So make no mistake about it, guys. I'm probably not winning this league, but I think I can survive a couple of weeks just by going off what I'm telling you there, using the fab budget, and hoping that Josh Gordon and Todd Gurley are. Uh, Todd Gurley is an RB one, and Josh Gordon is a wide receiver two. If those things happen then maybe I got a shot. But otherwise, no, I have no shot. And that's the summary of my uh, of my league. Now, my plan was on Saturday, just so you guys know, was to draft this team. It started at 9 a.m. Eastern, and I was hoping to be done by 11.30, if not 12, so that I could take my son to take batting practice. That was the goal. And so here we were at 12.30 and not even done. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. I just... Um, no fantasy draft should take longer than three hours. It shouldn't. And unless you're in person and you're having a good time with friends and all that, I'm a big advocate of doing all that in person if you still can. But anything online past the three-hour mark is, uh, is, is, is just not fun. It, it takes away from the fun of it. It has to be somewhat quick. And that was uh, that was part of the disaster that was my fantasy draft on Sunday, on Saturday. So uh, maybe I'll get knocked out, maybe not, but I'm in. I'm in the league. Congratulations to me. We'll take a quick time out here on Fantasy Sports Today, and we'll come back with some news and notes from around the league. You're listening to FST. I'm Craig Mish. Don't go away. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 800-961-3631. 800-961-3631. 800-961-3631. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to have it. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. 
It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new, maybe last, best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you here on the show. We got you until about 2 o'clock Eastern. And uh, then we'll turn it over to our friends at Full Time Fantasy. By the way, NFL season is now upon us, and so you could become the eighth person to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer or become one of the countless numbers of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using dailyroto.com, you can you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL annual pass with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. All right, let's get back to some fantasy football discussion as best we can. Again, apologize for some of the technical difficulties that we uh, had on the show today, and um, we'll try to get those resolved for you tomorrow, bring back some uh, football talk. Um, you know, in fact, if we uh, stay on the air here for a bit, maybe I'll mix in some of the baseball talk that we mixed in, that we missed a little bit earlier in the show. Um, okay, so updating you on some of the uh, different things going on in, uh, in football today. Last night, reports came out that uh, DK Metcalf, the wide receiver from the... Seattle Seahawks is going to have surgery, which I think only boosts the value of Tyler Lockett. It didn't really matter to me going in. I really liked him, as I've talked about here on the show, going into the season. I was so miserable on Saturday not getting him, and I had waited and saved my money, and I went to, I believe, $30, tried to get him, and I just got outbid. But either way, Metcalf is not somebody that should be on your radar at all. If you have a taxi squad or a reserve squad on any of your teams and you took them, Unfortunately, I think this kid is going to end up having a lot of growing pains in year one. And this is what happens sometimes with receivers, but you'd never want to take, if this is a redraft league for you, you never want to own a rookie receiver who's coming off a of surgery in the month of August. It just doesn't happen. They can say all the right things about it. Uh, bottom line is, is that look for other options there. He's more of a dynasty league guy at this point. Um, look, if, if I'm a defense 
knowing that Doug Baldwin is no longer with the team, how am I not double covering Tyler Lockett? Maybe that opens the door for somebody else, but Lockett, I think, is the only wide receiver to start in week one, whether it is uh, DFS or even in a season-long league with Metcalf now on the shelf. As we talked about previous segment, I am a proud Case Keenum owner in a redraft league. It looks like Colt McCoy... According to Jay Gruden, is not going to be able to play in week one. So Keenum ends up getting the start. I'm not going to sit here and try and sell you on Case Keenum because we know that eventually that Drew Locke is going to start for the Denver Broncos. But for the time being, I think that you have to understand that Denver's offense is going to be a struggle. There's going to be a lot of running, a lot of dump-off passing. Uh, Denver has Noah Fant as their tight end. That is a name that I'm a little bit more interested in now, knowing that Case Keenum is there. And Cortland Sutton, uh, I think you just got to downgrade the entire Denver Broncos offense going into the year. Um, that's the deal with uh, Denver. Now, with Case Keenum now on Washington, uh, look, I think that there is a chance that Keenum could start for about five or six games. I didn't like what I saw last year with him um, in in uh, in in Minnesota or even in Denver. And I think that Haskins is now going to be the guy that needs to be on your radar for sure. Sorry for all that confusion. I'm hearing stuff in my ear. Sometimes it's hard to, uh, to focus on the show today. My apologies. Uh, moving on to the running backs, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell probably not going to play in the entire preseason for the Jets. I think at this point that's probably what you want to hear from, uh, from Adam Gase because Bell – even though he missed all of last year, the fresher the better. I just don't want to see anybody who I've drafted play in the preseason. So for me, that's okay. Not a huge deal. And I would expect that Bell will probably end up being, you know, value-wise somewhere in the back end of the first round when the season ends up being completed. But look, the Jets' offensive line was a work in progress last year. According to Pro Football Focus, they graded out, I believe, 30th out of 30 teams. They talked Khalil out of retirement to playing center for them. I don't know. I, I still think that Bell is an elite running back. And again, look at his age, subtract a year because he didn't play all of last year and now not in the preseason. I, I don't I don't I think that for us it's interesting to be able to see these guys play, but I think the bottom line is for me, when I get to the regular season, I don't care how, how much or how little some of the veterans play in the preseason, and that to me is the uh, the story with Le'Veon Bell. Um, I finally got around last night to watching Hard Knocks the second episode of the show, and I was really disappointed in the first episode, but I thought that at least episode two was a little bit better. I just don't know why they don't just put the mic on Gruden and let him go. I mean, to me, that's fine for an hour. I don't need to see anything else. Um, take away from that, look, I mean, this is the one season that we're going into with the Raiders where we really don't... I, you know, what, what happens a lot of times is off hard knocks, these players get a little bit... Uh, of love, and then you start to like them a little bit more than you should. Remember when Winston was on uh, the Hard Knocks for Tampa? I think it was a couple years ago. Everyone thought he was going to have a great season. I, I finally am not uh, really uh, into it as much as, as I have, but I thought that week two was a little bit better than week one. The opening for week one was fantastic. It set the tone with Gruden yelling and screaming, and then the rest of the show was boring. But I did think that this past week uh, was a little bit better. The only problem is, and I'll tell you this about Hard Knocks too, is that when you watch it, if you watch it five days after it debuts, it doesn't have the same feel to it because they're talking about things that have already uh, happened. 
So that's something that I have to consider going into this week. If I'm going to watch it, I'm probably going to have to watch it on uh, on Wednesday night or Thursday night or even when it airs. But I but I, I I don't I don't know why I didn't watch it last week. I think I just had a lot going on. I'm doing these live streams now on uh, on Wager Alarm and Fantasy Alarm, and it's not as easy for me to to catch this sort of stuff. And by the way, my kids start school on uh, on Wednesday tomorrow's orientation. Um, and then the final note here from uh, football that we'll talk about here on the show is the uh, Broncos play the 49ers tonight. So while I flubbed the entire Case Keenum being on Denver there for uh, about two minutes and wasted your time, this is an actual game where we'll be able to see uh, two quarterbacks try to get to that next level. Uh, I'm interested to see Jimmy Garoppolo play a little bit. We haven't seen him from the midway point of last year. Denver is more or less uh, an offensive disaster outside of their running backs. But uh, Monday night game, so a little, you know, kind of really not a lot of competition, by the way, tonight because baseball has a limit, a little bit of a limited schedule and no college football until Saturday night. So, yeah, so this kind of takes a little bit of precedent tonight. So I certainly will be curious definitely to watch that. Um, if you're listening to this show and you're listening on demand, just want to give you a quick reminder that you can hear this show not just live by listening to us on the FNTSY app, but also on demand on iTunes, Android, and wherever you listen to podcasts. It's very important for us, for uh, for our show, for you to be able to like and subscribe to the show. And then this way the show gets automatically populated and sent to you as soon as it is over. So make sure you please do that for me. Uh, quick update on Antonio Brown. Pro Football, uh, football Talks, uh, Mike Florio says that Brown has reported to practice. So that's certainly a good sign for him. Although at this point, I don't even know what round you would consider taking this guy. I mean, what happens? See, my issue with Antonio Brown is this. I think that he could start off the season and be great. My concern would be is that what happens if the team goes sideways about midway through the season? Remember, this guy just didn't show up for Week 17 last year. So my concern probably would be is that if the Raiders aren't good, and I know that most, at least prognostications, and their Vegas total is sitting around six or six and a half. What happens if it goes a little sideways and they only end up winning like four or five games? I think at that point you'd have to be really worried if, if he's going to perform at any kind of level for you. And, you know, you have always that you know, quarterback and wide receiver controversy, and I, I just don't know. I mean, I, I, I think it's a great pick. For people who were who didn't have a good draft, like me and my auction draft, but I think it's probably a poor pick if you're looking for early or, or you know just kind of like that stability or early production from your wide receivers. I think that kind of uh, you know more or less sums that up. Uh, also, just uh, as a reminder, when you're looking at the third week of the preseason, and I know that it's coming fast Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week. I'm starting to get the sense that the old days of how we used to cover the preseason are no longer valid. And while at the beginning of the show I talked about how I feel like the theme of this past week was all about the handcuffs and running back, I think that may continue into this week. Some teams, they like to do this whole bring our guys in for the first half and then bring them out for the third quarter. I mean, remember, I covered uh, the Miami Dolphins and Tampa Bay Buccaneers home and road games for about 10 years. And it was always the same. It was always that dress rehearsal of the third week where the coaches would say the same thing. We're going to start all our guys week three. 
They're going to play the first half. They're going to come out of the locker room in the second half, and that will give you a good idea as to how we'll look on the season. And they tried to win right up until that point. I don't see that being the case anymore. In fact, this morning, the head coach of the Dolphins, Brian Flores, said that Ryan Fitzpatrick starting this week doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to start in the first game. Now, I think most of us feel that that probably could be the case, but... If that indeed is going to be the situation with a lot of these teams, I wouldn't even take a lot of stuff seriously for this week. We're almost going to have no indication that the preseason is a predecessor to the regular season, maybe more so in 2019 than any other fantasy football season in the past. And I think that could end up being factual by the time we start the season on September 10th. We'll take a quick time out here on the show. When we come back, we'll have some uh, fantasy football and some fantasy baseball discussion. So when we post this show, uh, the hour of this program here on the Fantasy Sports Radio app, we get to mix in both. We'll hit the baseball waiver wire next. I'll tell you what I did over the weekend in baseball. As you listen to Fantasy Sports Today, I'm Craig Mish. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888 888- 
andro400.com. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you until 2 o'clock. Eastern, and uh, let's cover some of the things that we missed in the first hour of the show. So we'll give you some fantasy baseball content before we get out of here at 2 o'clock Eastern. Uh, waiver wire today uh, in baseball. Let me get to that here because that's, I know, something you guys like to listen to here on the show. And um, in the Tout Wars format, I ended up trying to make a couple different moves. A couple worked out, a couple it didn't. Here's an interesting name, I think, for those of you who uh, made some moves yesterday, maybe looking for a little bit of a boost. We'll start with the NL format. I ended up picking up Brian O'Grady of the Cincinnati Reds. Now, look, I know that most of you have no idea who this kid is, and to be honest with you, going into yesterday, I didn't know either. But let me give you some of the numbers here because Joey Votto is on the injured list and probably going to be out for a long period of time. He's got a lower back strain. We know that those things aren't 10 days. That's going to be probably a couple of weeks. So let me give you the details on uh, on this kid O'Grady. Now, he's been called up. He play, He's qualifying, I think, in the outfield in some leagues. And in some leagues, he qualifies at first base. He had a quick cup of coffee where he went one for six. Nothing really happened with him. But in Louisville so far this year, he's hit 27 home runs and driven in 70 runs. But here is the kicker on this guy. He stole 17 bases this season in the minors. He stole 25 in 2015. He stole uh, 16 in 2016. Now, that slowed down last year, but he's got a solid on-base percentage. Seems to strike out a lot, but walks a lot also. And uh, I'm curious if I was able to pull off a little bit of a sleeper there. Now, my only thing is is that I don't know how good defensively he's going to end up being. But in the NL format, you could do worse. He didn't play any games um, at second base, but check this out. He played 63 games at first, three games at third, 30 games in center, 10 in left, and a total of 39 in the outfield. So I'm not sure. Uh, maybe I you know, got a little bit of a diamond in the rough there. I wouldn't add him in 12-team leagues, but in NL-only format... He could be somebody that gets some serious playing time. And remember, if this kid, look, I'm not going to say that he's going to be a Keno, but that ballpark in Cincinnati, look what Derek Dietrich did in April and May. It's 17 home runs. And then, of course, the uh, regression monster set in on him. But O'Grady is an interesting name. Keep an eye on him, circle him, and then check back with me in a week or two. We'll see if that ended up working out. Remember, Josh Van Meter's another guy. Ended up getting on the Reds. He ended up being okay for me. In the great fantasy baseball invitational, I'm in the middle of the pack. That's the way that I'm going to finish. Today I added Daniel Hudson, 
And Hudson, of course, is somebody I think in all leagues that needs to be added. Here's the situation with him. Um, Hudson is is probably never going to be the primary closer on Washington, but in case you missed it yesterday, the Nationals put Sean Doolittle on the 10-day injured list. And so, yes, they they did bring back Greg Holland. I don't know that they would give him a shot. But Hudson looked pretty good with Toronto. He's looked pretty good with Washington also. And if you're looking to get, let's say, three or four saves, maybe five saves the rest of the season, why not throw a waiver bid on Hudson, see if he ends up taking the job? Remember, the Nationals are fighting for the postseason, and there are going to be some save opportunities to be had. So I grabbed him. Unfortunately, I had to say goodbye in that league and also a couple of other leagues to Jake Arrieta, who's now out for the season. And that was a misfire by me at the beginning of the year, thinking that he could win 15 games and stay healthy. Completely wrong there. Uh, in my head-to-head league, I ended up picking up another win, and I'm now tied for first place. I've clinched a playoff berth, so no matter what happens in the next week, I'm going to be in the fantasy playoffs there. I said goodbye to Isan Diaz of Miami. Uh, aside from the errors yesterday, look, the kid came up, he had a home run immediately, and that was nice, but he's done nothing since. So I'm going to pivot over to the kid who I talked about last week, Luis Arias, the second baseman on Minnesota, who also qualifies at a number of different positions. And so, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see what he can give me this week. If nothing, i got a couple floating spots that I could end up picking up. So Arias from Venezuela has done a nice job on the Twins, has a little bit of pop, great on-base percentage to start his first month of big league time. And I'll throw him in, in outfield second base and see what he ends up giving to me. I also... Uh, even though um, I, I think that he'll get save opportunities in Miami, I cut Ryan Stanek. The Marlins haven't had a save since July. And I also picked up Daniel Hudson in that head-to-head league as well. So uh, pairing up Hudson with uh, Hansel Robles on the Angels gives me some save opportunities there to go along with a lot of the starters that I have. Um, other players that have been added in a number of leagues that you may want to take in on, I did try and pick up this kid on Cleveland Aaron Savale, a starter for the Indians, unfortunately for me, I didn't bid enough. I didn't think people would be in on him. I tried to bid on on him on in two different leagues, and I didn't get him in either one, but he looks pretty good. And then when you combine the report this morning that came out, and we can update you on this one too, is that Corey Kluber is headed back to Cleveland for more tests it would appear as though his season is in serious doubt. And so Savali could end up sticking in the rotation. Also, Carlos Carrasco threw a bullpen over the weekend. We'll have to monitor that. But Savali could be in line for at least starts this week and maybe next week too. I think that he should be a target for those of you who are looking to pick up a solid pitcher because at least he's one guy that has come up and has not been blasted. So that's a name to keep an eye on. Uh, Also, uh, on the Dodgers, they recalled Tony Gonsolin. And he ended up throwing four innings yesterday. I think they could be trying to stretch him out. I'm not really sure which way the Dodgers are going here with their starters. They put uh, Dustin May in the bullpen for yesterday's game. I think that he ends up starting again. But Gonsolin is an interesting name, and I'll tell you why. Even with players on L.A. giving up three or four runs in five innings pitched, you can get wins from these guys who can start. And I think that there's no doubt that when I look at it, I want as many shares of Dodgers pitchers that I possibly can. Um, Could be okay. I think he's more of a backup option, but I'm seeing him picked up in a lot of different leagues. So two names of guys that I didn't get that maybe I should have. Gonsolin on L.A., Savali on Cleveland, two starting pitchers there. 
and names for sure to keep an eye on. Uh, also, one other name of a player that I added in a league that looks like it's a regrettable move, but we'll have to see for sure if it ends up working out. But uh, there was a report yesterday that Joe Adele on the Angels, who is arguably one of the top three prospects in all of baseball, may not make a September call-up, which I, found, I find very curious considering the Angels are out of it and they could certainly use him. But uh, Adele is someone who I think that's going to be big time on the fantasy radar next year. But unfortunately, I don't think that this year is his time to be on the radar. So those are kind of the waiver wire moves that I made. I wanted to talk to you about those last hour, but due to some difficulties, we'll, uh, we slipped it in here this hour so you get a little bit of your baseball fix. Uh, tonight, as I mentioned, the Broncos will play the 49ers at 8 o'clock Eastern. If you're not interested in that, let me give you the baseball schedule for tonight as well, something we normally do. Uh, Royals and Orioles, that's the, uh, you know, honestly, with the way the show has gone today, I should force everybody <laughs> Everybody in the pit. It's not their fault, but my gosh, it's been a, it's been a struggle today. The punishment is everybody has to watch the Royals and Orioles tonight. <laughs> Anybody working on the network has to watch that game at 7:05 Eastern. Uh, Jose Lopez one and seven with a 6.51. John Means eight and eight with a 3.76. The Orioles have lost nine games in a row. Uh, Nationals and Pirates. It'll be Joe Ross three and three with a 5.91. Did you see the Pirates get pummeled yesterday? Poor those poor kids at Williamsport in that little league game they didn't get a very good one yesterday trevor williams he's five and five with a 5.25 mariners have marco gonzalez this evening against brendan mckay i gotta activate him in my league that's a great game tonight a nice streaming option for you with the rays being minus 200 favorites totals eight and a half we'll take tampa bay tonight over seattle Padres and Reds. Eric Lauer gets a start for San Diego. He's six and eight with a four point five five. Maybe this is the night that Trevor Bauer turns it around. His ERA is seven and a half since joining Cincinnati. His record is one and one on the season. Kyle Davies got off to such a good start, but has gone completely the other way for the Brewers. They are gonna have to pick up some games here and do it quickly against the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Right now, St. Louis holds about a two-and-a-half game lead in that wild card and even in the division, and this is a huge series tonight coming up in St. Louis. Uh, D- uh, Dakota Hudson starts for uh, the cards. He's 11-6 and six with a 3.82. Angels and Rangers tonight. Dylan Peters has had a solid start since he's come up and pitched for the Angels. He's 3-1 and one with a 3.38. Colby Allard, to me, not a great streaming option. He didn't look terrible his first time out. Yeah, I gave up, I believe, uh, two runs in five innings. ZRA is four and a half. He picked up the win in that start that he made for the Rangers. Totals 11 and a half. Tigers and Astros tonight. This will be the single biggest favorite of any game in Major League Baseball this season. So circle this one. As it stands right now, the game doesn't, doesn't go off until 8-10, but almost never will you see it. The Astros are minus 430 on the money line tonight. Against the Tigers. You heard that right. 4.30 tonight, and they don't even have their best pitcher. But the problem is Detroit has their most uh, dismal pitcher, probably. I guess that's a nice way to say it. Edwin Jackson's ERA, 8.62. Wade Miley, 11-4 with a 3.11. That is a staggering-looking number. Houston, as it stands and on this show, minus 430 on the money line against the Tigers. you got to risk $430 to win back 100 Insane. White Sox at the Twins tonight. They'll play that game at 810 Eastern. Kyle Gibson, 11-5 with a 4.28. Yvonne Nova, 8-9 with a 4.51. Remember, Nova's looked better. 
for the White Sox. Can he keep it going tonight against the Twins, the team that hits the most home runs in any team in Major League Baseball? I doubt it, but if you're feeling frisky, go ahead and give it a shot tonight and put Nova on the mound. And then the final uh, game tonight, the Rockies coming off a three-game sweep of Miami. They got our guy Chi-Chi Gonzalez starting tonight. Yikes. 0-4 with a 6.57, and Zach Gallen makes another start for the Diamondbacks, and he's been fantastic, no doubt, 2-3 and three with a 2.58 earned run average, and that is the Major League Baseball scoreboard. And, hey, look at that. We were able to get in our uh, our baseball work for the show today. That worked out uh, actually okay, being able to, uh, to get some baseball talk in there. Now, the biggest story, perhaps, in all of baseball today, and those of you who are uh, are on the fantasy waiver wire you better make sure that you go run to it because AJ Puck the former first round pick of the Oakland A's and one of my favorites because he pitched at the University of Florida has been called up according to Martin Gallegos he reports it on uh, Twitter now he'll be a bullpen guy for Oakland but this is a very big strikeout to walk type guy look he I mean honestly I, I think it's probably not a fair comp but you hear a lot of comps of Randy Johnson with this kid AJ Puck he pitched in the futures game in Miami last year I don't think that he is as good as Jesus Lazardo and he is coming off a serious injury but you got to take your chances on these kind of guys especially if it's a free pickup in an American League uh, format. So that could be somebody that you want to grab for sure. And that is our baseball segment for today. We will be back tomorrow with another one full hour of baseball. Uh, by the way, coming up, for those of you who are listening at the top of the hour, we're going to replay uh, the Fantasy BFFs. They'll be on the hour for uh, they'll be on the show for a couple of hours. And Full-Time Fantasy has the uh, day off today. Uh, BFF's live, by the way. Okay, so BFF's live from 2 to 4 Eastern, so that's good news. Live show coming up at 2 o'clock Eastern, and they will be able to give you your fantasy football fix. Greg Sussman and Frank Stample, one of my favorite shows here on the network, they got you covered here for two hours coming up next year on FNTSY. So what we will do here is we'll take a quick time out on the show, and coming up we'll do some exit velocity before we say lo- so long on this Monday afternoon. I'm Craig Mish right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Make sure you download and subscribe to our show. A little bit of football, a little bit of baseball. Uh, Our friend Howard Bender will be on tomorrow's show and talk some fantasy football with us before our live stream tomorrow night on Wager Alarm. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back and wrap it all up after this. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let dailyrodo.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a fan duel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you. We'll be back tomorrow with some baseball discussion and some football discussion as well. Let's end the show with a little exit velocity. All right, welcome back. Time for a little exit velocity as we end the show today. Just a quick reminder for those of you who are in drafts, as Yogi would once say, it's never over until it's over. And in my situation, I think I illustrated that with my auction draft. Look, it did not go well. It's not always going to go well. Every once in a while, you're going to have a bad day. And historically speaking, I've done best ball drafts in college football this year. I've done a uh, slow draft in the Raz Bowl, and I've done plenty of fantasy baseball drafts here in 2019. And if one draft doesn't go well, all you simply have to do is pivot and understand that sometimes your strengths 
can end up helping you in a fantasy league. Remember, there's so much luck involved in all of these things that just because your team doesn't look good or it doesn't feel good doesn't mean that you can't rebound and end up salvaging it. And I think that if you go back and listen, especially if you're listening on demand, I gave you a little bit of a tip, especially if you're playing in a format such as mine, where it's an auction slash guillotine league. Don't quit. Just play boom or bust. If you get to the point where you're getting snaked, even in a uh, 12-team fantasy football snake draft, take some players later in the draft that have upside, so then this way you don't get destroyed. That's my advice to you, because there's nothing wrong with misfiring on draft day as long as you work that waiver wire and understand you can get through a couple of weeks surviving. There's no telling what can happen. Injuries happen. It can end up helping you win. That'll do it for our show today. Thanks to everybody who listened on the program. Of course, uh, thanks to everybody who uh, was patient enough that we got through this show today. Coming up next, we got a live program, the Fantasy BFFs. They got you covered with our friends Greg Sussman and Frank Stamfel giving you the latest in fantasy football. I hope you guys have a great day. I'll be back with you tomorrow at noon for another edition of Fantasy Sports Today here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hope you have a great day, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow. See you.